Hey everyone, and welcome to the Forefront Podcast. We are a community of pioneers exploring and building at the forefront of the Web3 Playground. We've dug through the noise and surfaced a signal on the state of the art of tokenized communities in the internet native economy. Enjoy this bi-weekly roundup of the latest and greatest in social tokens, DAOs, and more. All right, let's dive in. Um, appreciate your time. I'm super excited about this conversation. For reference, guys, Forefront has been collabing with PrimeDAO on a couple of things now. I actually just got off a call right before this um, for with a, a couple of PrimeDAO contributors about Forefront's DAO terminal. Um, so very excited to, to see that move. But we realized that like not a lot of folks know what's up with PrimeDAO. Um, and know what is happening on a regular basis. So let's start with an intro of you, um, and then we can we can dig into the Prime Down intro itself. Cool. Sounds good. So um, like this is the fourth one I've done today, so I've got to be good at it by now. All right. Um, uh, basically, a longtime tech person, came up in product in Silicon Valley, which was... Um, you know, fine and not so fine in other ways. Uh, I ended up working in a bunch of industries I didn't like, like ads and, and healthcare. And then I ended up around 2017 looking at DAOs, right? So this is like super early DAOs. And I'm not a DAO OG. I just, the first time I looked around, I was like, this is interesting. I chatted with folks like, you know, Aragon was building DAO tooling. They're putting out a lot of interesting content around DAOs. And, and if you can't tell from my, uh, <laughs> my, uh, PFP here on Discord. I'm an anarchist, so I'm kind of into this idea of decentralized autonomous organization. Um, you know, slap whatever words you want to on it, but uh, but I, I shelved that idea for a few years. I founded a startup that recently sold, and then I was like, look, this about a year ago or over a year ago, I popped in here actually in forefront. I saw a lot of stuff taken off. You know, I think it was in March or something, and. Um, and I basically just started making connections in DAOs. I wanted to see who was values aligned, who was interested in new institutions, coordination, all that kind of stuff. And so now I, I ended up meeting the prime folks through that. I saw their funding announcement and I was mad that I wasn't a part of it. And they were like, yo, come out and meet us in Lisbon and, you know, get involved. And uh, that kind of kicked this whole thing off. And so now I'm involved in prime. I also work a bit with the Olympus folks on the grants program. And I... Um, I spend the rest of my time kind of focused on Cosmos, which I'm also happy to talk about. If we take a side, <laughs> we end up you know, kind of getting into that stuff. And I'm primarily focused on product management, marketing, and uh, the social and organizational side of DAOs. Oh, yeah. Appreciate the intro. Um, lots to get into there, but I just realized that Alp is in the audience and he made it. Oh, so sick. Let's call him to stage real quick too. Hey, hey guys. Thank you. Oh, hello. Yeah, glad you can make it. Do you want to do a quick intro as well? Oh yeah, for sure. Hey everyone. Um it's help. I kind of missed out what Jahed uh, said in the end of the day, but uh, um I will say I started um with startups around the age of 16. Um, exit from two of them, mostly uh, did like uh, agri-tech and like food tech for a couple of years, worked under EU as a mentor for developing countries and under UN organizations as well for developing countries doing circular economies. 
Um, around two years back, I started to do investment banking and management consultancy, then quit uh, around a year and a half back, participated in the Web3 ecosystem, uh, joined a couple of hackathons without any technical understanding at, the, at first, and then found my way into Bitcoin. And I see Joe here as well. Thank you for listening in, Joe. And then, yeah, I started with Prime around five, six months back and got inspired from, again, uh, Gitcoin a lot and tried to do progressively decentralization with the work stream structures and squads and start to create this narrative of D2D Builders Hub where we can uh, connect with different projects and co-build and co-fund different products that can serve the ecosystem itself. Um, yeah, and now I end up here with you, Jihad. Thank you. Glad you could hop on. Um, all right, so let's let's start with the basics here. I think we it would be really interesting. To know, I know, like both of you guys have like have joined Prime DAO relatively recently, but also Prime DAO itself is not that old. Um, so, would love to hear like an origin story on the Prime DAO side of things. Like, how did it come to be? What was the mission of the organization? And like, what really drew you to the work? Oh, uh, that's yeah. Um, all right. So as much as I know, uh, Prime started around 2020. Um, main genesis contributors of Prime are from different areas of the Web3 ecosystem. Um, from a DAO stack, um, we have multiple members. Um, DAO Fest, we have multiple members. Um, but basically, the idea was, again, different projects came together. Um, one is Curve Labs, and they do mechanism design gamification and design flows, um, tokenomics, etc. Then we have Collectible Labs, and they do also like tokenomics, uh, mostly soft skills as well, mechanism design. And they wanted to basically build certain project products for the ecosystem itself. And they came together and uh, wanted to initiate PrimeDAO. And then they basically, one of the first pro uh, projects of PrimeDAO was um, D2D coordination mechanisms. And one of the products that we are currently actually developing was uh, dog food of that research paper um, that was done by Block Science and PrimeDAO. And then six to seven months earlier, basically, they went to raise. Um, they had multiple different products to kind of understand how to have DAOs coordinate with one another easily. Then the launchpad idea came, the pools idea came, and like multiple products that we have currently, they started to be developed within in-house with different projects. So since it's Genesis, uh, Prime is basically collaborating with different uh, projects to build its products. And so far, we ended up here, basically. Yeah, man, and I just add to that, that like, the, you might have heard a number, number of names pop up through that in terms of like Curve Labs, Dallas Stack, all, those, all that kind of stuff. There is kind of a universe, a broader universe of projects that we're a part of. It's all we all call home. There's the Taoist. We might have seen some of you in Portugal recently for the Taoist Lisbon. Um, there's a couple coming up this year. That's all. They're all part of Prime Family. Are people who come in and out of our Dao and theirs, and we're very closely aligned. And Curve Labs, as Alp mentioned, on the technical side, uh, also produces a lot of software for the other aligned Dao's. And we also have uh, there's Prime, of course, and Collectivo. Collectivo is a kind of the, the regen side of our, to prime sort of degen side, right? So if, you, if we're out here degening, launching tokens, making deals and all that, uh, Collectivo is on the other side looking at um, applying 
decentralized exchange trading systems, local currencies, and other stuff like that on the island of Curacao, which is one of our, which I'm having, you know, we'll, you don't need to go too far into that, but it's super fascinating. And, you know, in your little thing here, I noticed you put the words regen, right? Like come talk to some regens. That's really the, the regen side of all our project comes there, or regenerative finance that we, we've kind of like hopped on board that move. So that kind of gives you the full spectrum. Awesome. Yeah, like, I think there's like, there, there's so much, well, actually zooming out a bit, like, I think the world of, of crypto has just grown so quickly over the last year that like, there's these little subcultures in what used to be a subculture in and of itself in crypto, um, where like terms like regen mean absolutely nothing to folks who are, <laughs> who are 100% on the gen side. Um <laughs> So it's, it's it's always interesting to hear like where, where paths cross there. Um, so I think one way to like continue this conversation that could be super interesting is so right now Prime DAO's suite of products is fairly broad, and there are some that are live and some that are currently under development. Um, but they all fall under this umbrella of like tools for for DAO to DAO interactions, right? Um, I'll I'm, either of you guys could take this question first, but would love to hear like how you see the current suite of products like fitting together into a broader mission. So like, what is it about like the current game plan or like, how did you get this guys decide on the current roadmap um, in order to like short-term achieve the goals that you guys are going after? Alp, you can go ahead, man. I saw you on mute. Alp can go right after you. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. I'll follow your lead. All right, cool. So I think like, um, first, I guess let's get people oriented around like, what are the products? So there are four and a couple are live. So rating and launch are live. And we also have uh, pools and deals. And then in some ways, we have proposal inverter, which kind of maybe sits next to or as a part of pools, but you know, might end up being its own thing. And I'm going to let Alp talk about proposal inverter because Awesome, but he's like he's the one who's been there since the beginning for that. Deal uh, launch is basically you can just think of it as a Alchemist Copper competitor in many ways, right? And then it's you know, just if you want to come here and launch a token, we've got everything you need from balance for B two liquidity pools, and if you're doing an LVP or a Treasury bootstrapping event. We've got you. That's the entire idea behind it, and we offer it for free basically because we think it is literally the launch pad into the DAO ecosystem, right? So um, you just basically start the party, right? And then up downstream of that, we have a couple of things which we see that are interconnected with this, which is things like uh, specifically I'm talking about deals, which, you know, watch the space. It should be here. I don't want to make too many promises. Probably two and a half, three months, we'll have our first, you know, folks coming in. And if they come in before that, you can call them. Then they, they, they look awesome. Good for them. But basically... Deals facilitates, you know, if you see a lot of our shit posts on Twitter, we like to talk about what do, what does it look like when DAOs cooperate? What does it look like when DAOs, you know, honestly, sometimes what if they don't as well, right? What is a merger like for a DAO? What is an acquisition like for a DAO? There's, we want to be able to like uh, basically put a lot of different tools out. But what we see like from the world we're coming from, right, is it is this very much this like um, this ecosystem of always picking competition somewhat, right? Like not always, but for the most part, there are partnerships have you. But we really think of this, when we think of the roadmap, we try to think of this as 
how can we open up pathways to cooperation that people can take um, instead of or while competing, right? Because I don't think that competition is going to go away and nor should it because competition, cooperation is also possible through uh, competition, right? So uh, it just depends on what level of circle you're looking at, right? Um, but that's kind of the idea behind deals, right? Let's facilitate people to build resiliency because a lot of DAO governance, a lot of DAO's treasuries are still concentrated in their native governance token. And, you know, how can we make it easier for each other? Just token swaps, right? Stuff like that. And then when you think about this, this leads to ideas like prime pools, which is how can we then say, there's a joint initiative that all of us are going to benefit from. How do we co-fund it super easily in a no-code interface? Right? That's kind of the idea behind pools. And then here, actually, I'm going to kick it over before I get into rating, which is our other live product. This is a great spot. Just kick it over to Al to tell you about Proposal Inverter. Thank you. Um, yeah, Proposal Inverter is a very intriguing idea. Uh, it started as a dog food from Block Science team, then uh, Prime supported the research uh, of, the, of the product. And for the last five to six months, we've been doing design and specking. And for the first time in the last one and a half month, let's say, we started to actually uh, think about use cases. And for the first time last week, um, Proposed Inverter basically went on the TEC forum to basically be funded by the Proposed Inverter. So the main idea is that um, there are multiple use cases, but to just give one use case um, to simplify it. Let's say three of us here, we have a great idea of a product or a research or something that can provide value to the ecosystem. And we think that multiple DAOs will be interested in funding this and using this, right? So within a prime interface, what could happen is that like uh, we can write our proposal and we would have templates for it. And that proposal can be basically funded by multiple DAOs. And if basically the agents, the brokers of that proposal, the owner of that proposal can write down milestones and that stream of funds will basically, yeah, the pool of funds will be streamed to the researchers, like three of us, as we develop the milestones, as we accomplish the milestones. So to kind of ease the governance and funding of public goods and the projects that add value to the Web3 ecosystem, the proposed inverter, we are thinking it's going to become some kind of like this narrative where, um, yeah, proposal would be easy and the negotiation power will remain with the researchers mostly and multiple DAOs can basically take up, take up the technologies that are invented and can implement more to their use cases and like just participate into the game. And like a proposed invert is basically aiming to achieve that um, kind of bring different DAOs together to fund uh, projects that will value the that will provide value to the ecosystem. Super super cool. Wait, Jed, did you want to say something? Oh no no, I not too much. I just think where Alp ended on is interesting because we do have you know across all of our of the umbrella of, you know, this prime family, there are a lot of us who are into things like aim design and game mechanics and mechanism design who are really trying to think of this as a cooperative game, both in the sense of like, you know, the sort of um, classic Axelrod game theory stuff. And then actually literally, more literally as a game, right? How can we actually put some of these things in play? So I think you'll see some of that stuff coming out, you know, this year, uh, at least in our shit post, right? We're going to be like, hey, and what does it look like if, if you think about it in some ways, we want to, we're in, maybe we're coming out of, I don't want to, I'm going to knock on wood here. Maybe we're coming out of this cycle, whatever's coming up ahead. 
if it ends up being a bear market or whatever, right? What is it like um, if if DAOs are undercapitalized or are in weak spots and there has to be some turnover in the ecosystem, right? If there's going to be like a if there's going to be any, you know, if they're going to be if going to be water DAO water fights, we would like to provide the squirt guns, right? That's kind of how we think about it. And so, uh, just to dovetail off of Alp stuff there. Yeah, you said something a bit earlier about like we want to incentivize cooperation, but we also understand that like cooperation is not going to be for everybody, and that there is still going to be competition within DAOs. How do like this is more of a personal question for y'all, but like how do you guys think about this relationship between DAO cooperation and DAO competition? Um, and just like subjectively, when do you think DAOs should be cooperating versus competing? Um. Really quick, if I can take it on. Um, I really believe in cooperation, and especially like, uh, again, my whole career was about circular economies and grassroots economics, let's say, uh, in developing countries. When there's an overlap of technologies and similar use cases, I think cooperation, like collaboration helps a lot to develop the technologies that you're trying to. And also when there's different use cases, but the underlying technology is resembling I think it's very important that uh, both different projects, different parties explore those areas of use cases together to kind of add different values to what's what's being developed. And that could also cut down certain costs and create these incentivizations where you can implement different points of the development cycle where different products can arise by developing certain product. So I, I really think like a collaboration creates, like collaboration supports creativity and also separation supports creativity. So like if you combine those both, something magical happens. And that's what we've been trying to do with this D2D builder sub-narrative of Prime as well. Yeah, like I, I agree with that basically. In principle, I think that what you, Jihad, you and I have talked about this a lot, but like basically, um, you know, there comes a time when there's two groups trying to do the same thing and there's often no choice but to compete. Now I'm speaking as myself. This is not my, this is not prime swap. right. It's you just, you asked it kind of like personally, right? So I'll answer it personally, but I think that it's really all about the sort of ontological level or organizational level you're at, right? If you're thinking of just, if you're looking at one of those ghastly loom escape diagrams, right? Where they're like, here is the entire ecosystem of like, you know, marketing technology any of these things are horrible right there's like 25 250,000 companies on it it's all divvied up into like 50 buckets of everyone and if in that bucket the implication is you're competing against these other people right um but if you kind of zoom out and say like well what if you looked at the customers of all those companies well like if you take even prime right like i said we're kind of like an alchemist competitor well if you zoom out a bit every little dow every little baby dow out there is thinking about launching if we compete against uh copper to like you know be at every l2 or be on you know avalanche or something like that the ecosystem is going to benefit from that right so like that's kind of what i mean by the even some sort of some level of cooperation is possible where everyone benefits through competition right and then eventually maybe it even makes sense to cooperate more so to merge and join forces right so like i think there's just a lot of optionality and pathway possible and the advantage for DAOs is that we can be more fluid in our agreements with them. Hopefully, right? Hopefully we're not all doing 
direct democracy with thousands of votes and have it always pass by one percent or whatever it just sounds like a big meeting that i'll that will kill me slowly right but that's kind of like that's kind of my philosophy on it is i think that at some points you know uh coming back around to it when you zoom out too we uh, in a lot of ways we've just built up a lot of what we see around us by like uh, either preventing actual competition because like the larger economy outside of web three, we're such a tiny part of it hates competition. When you look at like uh, venture capitalists, right? They'll tell you in their own words, they hate competition, right? Like they publish entire books about this, right? So I think that actually bringing a competition in as a dynamic can create opportunities for collaboration, mergers and these other cooperation. Yeah, I think the the point about optionality is like my 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 favorite narrative point here. Like, I think DAOs, a we need to realize that like DAOs are not like inherently new in all aspects, right? But like the one thing that DAOs bring to the table is like this insane flexibility, um, like powered by powered by crypto and powered by the internet more broadly. Um, and the fact that like if you're not a DAO purist who, who like holds up a very, very specific definition of a DAO at all times and says, <laughs> and gatekeeps, um, the fact that DAOs could take on like many, many different forms, shapes and sizes um, allows for like different modes of collaboration and competition at different stages of the process. And I think that's like super, super interesting. And I think like the, the tooling that prime DAO is putting out and the diversity of that tooling sort of speaks to that, right? Like it's not always going to be like sunshine and rainbows, but there are certain like primitives that everybody is going to need in order to make these interactions happen, regardless of what they look like. Exactly. And like, uh, we internally, we kind of have an ethos around, like, we just don't even really think about our competition. I know I mentioned copier twice, but it doesn't really matter. There's other people out there working this idea and they should be doing it. We're, we, we should all be doing it. And eventually might, we might do it together. Right. And that's fine. But like, we're super focused on, like Al said, this, um, opening up optionality for cooperation and collaboration because there's people would probably take it if there's probabilistically more paths to take it, right? So that's kind of like coming back around to it. What we think about what I think about at least. I think I know a little bit of the answer to this particular question, but it was just asked in the chats. Beyond bringing the tools, is there work being done on facilitating the collaborations or enabling projects to see who they could be coordinating with? Oh yeah, that's the fun part of it, to be honest. Um, so basically, like uh, as yeah, as the Taoists, we would call and diplomats of the space. Um, you would always, if you if you're curious, you would be looking around to see different technologies. And since you interact with different um, Dao contributors, different parties, uh, agents of the industry, you kind of get an understanding of what's happening and what technologies can be overlapping into one another. And that's where the fun begins, because then there's this interaction where you can see ethos of person like contributors from different DAOs coming together, trying to build something. And then they involve their DAOs too. So with proposed inverter, as just to uh, again mention the, what happened, LTF is long tail finance. Uh, the co-founder is Sean from TEC. Um, they start. They they were so inspired by this research paper that was uh, done by the Block Science and Prime DAO team, and then they start to design and spec that. And then once we understood that there was overlap with um, what TEC was doing, 
we basically reached out to them and said, hey, guys, would you like to collaborate on this and like start kind of dogfooding the idea and like creating use cases? And the result is they provide five, six different contributors who are very interested since the genesis of Proposed Inverter. And then there's this working squad where 15, 16 different uh, people from different DAOs come together and work on creating something that is beyond their imagination at the beginning. But as they collaborate, they generate new ideas, new use cases, and they just get inspired by it. And then new parties keep on coming and just want to implement their technologies and want to see new use cases of the technologies they implemented. So there is like you, you start seeing these overlapping technologies as you start interacting with different communities. And I think it's, it's, it's a very fun process and to, it's, it's fun to be around with. Yeah, man, definitely. And then like to, to answer the, to also, you know, add some further stuff to that, to answer that question, right? Like, what are we doing to facilitate them? You know, we, we definitely could do more and I'd be interested to see even what we could do by uh, using, you know, people in our community and saying, hey, uh, deals is coming up. Who should be making, right? Who, out, who should we be facilitating deals between? Who out there should, you know, close up shop and, and I'm just, but like, uh, basically, I like to think about this in a very big real world use case, right? Did you, have, did you mention at the start of this call uh, anything about Dow Terminal? I mentioned like, kind of, yeah. Okay, cool. Because I think like that's a good one to just kind of maybe talk about a little bit, which is um, I think me, Alp, and I don't even lobby or Nomic. I don't remember. Basically, we saw we saw y'all post uh, about Dow Terminal probably like six or eight weeks ago when it came out in the newsletter, and I was like, holy shit, this is cool, right? And then I kind of immediately saw a parallel between the stuff that y'all were reporting on in communities and social DAOs and um, and what we were doing with rating, right? So we skipped rating earlier. Time to bring it back in. Rating is our problem for basically uh, looking at the ecosystem and looking at it from a uh, technical and from a fundamentals perspective. So basically, we look at all the DAOs out there and say, like, here's a you know 60 point heuristic for their fundamentals around value, their value position, their token economics, their team the governance, the regulatory risk and exposure. And then on the technical side, like, you know, where's their code at? How many contributors of their, uh, to their GitHub? What's the, do they have documentation? Uh, how good is it? All that kind of stuff, right? And so when we thought like, that's cool, you know, we, we roll that up into a score, right? We give all the DAOs a rating for, as you, as you can guess from the thing being called prime rating, right? And so, from that, you know, Alp, Alp and I, I think, like, I, I, I don't remember how it came about, but we were all like, this is cool, and we should talk to them. And then I believe I just DM'd you, you know, what you terminal? So and you were like, yeah, we should talk, right? And so now that's materialized, and uh, Disruption Joe, I see him in the audience, don't hold me to this, bro, I don't know exactly what you, what you guys have promised or not. I just know that, you know, Gitcoin got involved at some point, and now we're all kind of in this little boat together, figure out how to really enrich Dow Terminal to be this comprehensive tool for the community to look at, you know, the social and community aspects, which I find super important, right? Because like, how do you think about a Dow's health? I think that's an amazing research question to ask that everyone should be interested in who's in this space. Um, and then on our side, you know, bringing in the crowd of raiders and the API that we're building where people can just eventually sit from this data hose and be like, um, you know, really get a deep understanding and comprehensive holistic view. And that then 
I'm not really, I don't really want to step back from the product, whatever the point is like, we see cool things happening out there and we just, you got to out, you got to be a little proactive and be like, I see some, I see a vision. Let's see where you're going. Can we join with you? Right. That's the kind of stuff that Al was talking about. So it's kind of how that comes about. Sorry for this like seven minute answer to a simple question. <laughs> no, it's really cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think like those sorts of engagements like between DAOs are, are super representative of what we're chatting about here, but it's also like, the one of the reasons I'm so bullish on Prime DAO is like there's a lot of folks talking about like DAO collaboration, and then there is you guys who are saying like okay, let's actually build the tools to like facilitate this because even like within a single DAO, um, collaboration is really hard. Like figuring out how different working groups are going to like work together, figuring out how they're going to get compensated for that time, figuring out like how its incentives are going to be aligned between various working groups is hard despite the fact that everybody is like holding the same token and like under the same banner. Right. So then doing that across organizations, it becomes like exponentially more difficult. Um, and you need very, very specific tools to, to make it happen. Um, so super, super cool stuff. And yeah, like they posted everybody on, on how Dow terminals is, is chugging along because hopefully that could be like a representative project. Um, I will say that if anybody in the audience has questions, feel free to drop them in the chat. I see some folks typing right now. Um, but I'll like sort of wrap up here for both of you guys. Like, what's are each of you like most excited from the Prime DAO side of things? Um, like, what are you most excited about working on? And where do you see Prime DAO in like a year positioned within like the broader DAO community? Wow. All right. Um, so for me, I think it's obvious, like proposal inverter, it's, uh, it's something that really excites me incredibly. And also the brains behind the proposal inverter, the collaboration, the level of collaboration. Um, yeah, it's, it's around, we are right, right now, we are around like 20 people from different DAOs. Like every week we have one working session and like different squads formed from different DAOs that represent their squad only under the develop product development. So it's, it's very interesting. Um, I'm super excited to see how it's going to develop. And we have some news coming on um, next week, I think, um, that you guys will see about Proposed Inverter. And the future of Prime is, I'm very excited to see uh, how this collaboration, like this D2D Builder Sub narrative is going to take off. Because as we started to approach the different DAOs and different projects and different agents of the space, we literally see this excitement and this need of inclusivity, like to participation, you know, like it's, it's very exciting. I think Prime is going to grow to a level where, I don't know, like, I think we can achieve a certain level of this, yeah, decentralization uh, within this ecosystem just by co-building and co-funding different products. And I'm really curious how the business model of these products are going to shape up because like some very creative approaches are happening. And um, I think some use cases are going to come out of these um, approaches. And I hope some of them will be a template where other projects can fork and it will kind of allow different projects to start thinking about more cooperation and more, you know, like partnership rather than, um, yeah, just building it by themselves, I feel. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll kind of just add on to that too. Like, I'm most excited about Prime deals. Like, I am super amped for this because basically 
I see it as a way for us to facilitate so much cooperation that then we also build up our own, um, you could almost think of it as like a Dow index fund in some ways where like by facilitating these, uh, we diamond hand never sell and provide resilience that like every single Dow in the ecosystem that wants to make a deal. And like, and as Alp mentioned, we're really thinking about what this to literally like just pour a ton of gas in this fire, right? Like what if we, what if we then turned a lot of the stuff, what if we took everything that's, that you could call a take rate from this old world, this old world business model for products from, you know, SaaS uh, products and all that. What if we then just turned around and said, this is now a fund or something, right? Like that would, that would be wild. And turn around and say, yeah, and our friends at Radical and Gitcoin and everyone else, and let's see the next generation of DAOs with the stuff that we just, you know, uh, use to build these products to help other folks make deals. So I think it's all just builds on top of each other. It could be super exciting. And I'm super pumped to see what comes out of deals, basically, for that reason. Yeah, I think if I had to answer this question, it would it would be deals as well. <laughs> I'm super excited to see what comes out of that. <laughs> don't don't get me wrong, God. Like uh, I've been no, I've been no, there no. for this since the Genesis. Love it, but no, like you lose, yeah. you lose. <laughs> <All right>. um, <laughs> but no, super exciting stuff across the board. Super excited to see how Forefront and Prime can continue to collaborate, and and y'all always have a place here if there's anything that we could help out with. Um, I think. There don't seem to be any additional questions. I know we got to wrap up so we can wrap there. Any closing words, folks? Um, can I show? Yeah, of course. Excellent. Um, we, Monday, we have uh, Vesta Protocol launching on Prime Launch. So um, this is not financial advice, but check it out on our Twitter. Um, those guys are pretty solid and we, we like what they're doing. We're super proud to be involved and we built Arbitrum compatibility into Prime Launch for it. So if you're out there in the audience, you know someone about how do we do a, how do we launch a low fee, uh, uh, you know, DAO for a layer two, uh, are there any launch pads that do that? We do. So yeah, check it out. First launch is coming up Monday. Thanks for letting me shield Jihad. Hell yeah. Always, always, always. And it looks like there's some, there's some interest in the audience for a forefront DAO to DAO token swap. Um, so I was sending that to the Stewart's channel right now, actually. Cool. cool. Yeah. So do you guys, Carlos, do you want to just do that like right after or are, are you good? <laughs> <laughs> just make it an hour. So what happened to the deals, man? Maybe we could wait for the deals to see the use case, huh? I know. No, 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 no. Let's just make sure we diamond. Let's diamond hands the forefront token right now. Uh, I don't want to be too eager. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, no, uh, I think this is definitely going to be a topic in the stewards call and I late the community call as well next week. Also, uh, like you guys, more than welcome to join our community call, right? Yeah, please drop the info, drop the time and Hangouts text. As many folks as they can will come and uh, we'll make it happen. But appreciate you both. This was really, really great. So I'll let y'all go. But uh, yeah, we'll all talk soon. Thank you to everybody in the audience for, for taking the time to listen in today. And we will be back next Friday, folks. Have a good one. Hey, fam. Thanks for listening to the Forefront Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So please visit us on Twitter at Forefront underscore 
or on the web at Forefront.Market. You can come through our Discord too, anytime, night or day. We'll see you next time.